right, recording now? All right, so I'm going to throw an intro thing in there. Okay. <laughs> Alright you guys, welcome to another episode of Roger Rants. Um, that was me playing with an intro thing there. This is all new, so we're going to get into some stuff that's, that's going to be uh, off the cuff, but bear with me. Um, special guest today, Rosinda de Cruz. De Cruz. She's really Mexican, she says she's not, but it's all good. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't believe her. Don't believe her. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing well. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Um, So we're getting together to do this podcast and we're going to, this is like a special edition podcast because we're not going to talk about like topics and stuff like that per se. We're just going to talk about one topic. Okay. So this is like special edition Roger Rants because Black Panther, Mm -hmm. we we just saw the the Black Panther movie. We have thoughts. Lots of them. A lot of thoughts. Yes. So we'll get into it. So um, the first thing is that... uh, if you don't know, Black Panther, a movie set in the Marvel Universe, um, huge movie. I don't know how big the first movie was. I don't know the, the actual numbers of the first movie, but um, I'm going to look it up really quick. This, just to kind of see what what the numbers were for the first movie. Um, I know it did crazy international numbers. Um, the box office numbers, anyway. And it, it was a huge international hit. Um, because it was set in Africa and not just be, just because it was set in Africa, but, um, it being set in Africa kind of made it, um, a Hollywood movie set in Africa. It made it this, this international, um, brand. And then it kind of struck a chord with people all over the world. And it was this big phenomenon. So, um, we were excited to see the second one because of how the first one ended up. Um, but. I, I didn't expect it to go the way that it went, um, but Not we'll talk we'll talk about that. So um, back to the box office numbers for the first one. So the box office numbers for the first Black Panther was 1.3 billion um, in the U.S. I'm not sure what the international dollars were, um, but that's a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot of money for a movie. So of course they were going to make a sequel, um, and the biggest um, attraction for the movie um, became the lead actor um what's his name uh chadwick were bronson bossman bossman chadwick bossman um i don't know how i don't know that name i know people are gonna probably eat me alive for not knowing that (laughs) um uh awesome dude though cool super cool just person in general not just because he's famous but i mean just from what i've read and heard about over the last few years um just an awesome chill humble dude um, great actor, of course, um, and he just did a phenomenal job in the movie. So I, I think you know a lot of people were um, gravitating towards him um, because of that the, the phenomenal job he did for the for the movie and and bringing black actors into the fold the way that the movie did. Um, he represented fantastically, I think. Um, Absolutely. You do you remember a lot about the first movie? Um, I do. Because I'm like a huge um, Marvel fan. Are you? So when Black Panther came out, I was there. Like I, I've seen the movie a couple of times. All right. Were you like a, a, a first day box office Black Panther watcher? No. You no. wasn't there the first day? I wasn't there the first day. I don't even think I watched the movie. And I did watch it in the theaters, though. I did, did see it in the theater. So 
Yeah, but I don't normally, I'm not like one of those, oh, you know, I need to be there the first day it opens at the first showing of the day. I It's just a lot of a hype and most of the time with those types of situations and I'd rather not be there. So I'll, I'll give it a couple of days. Okay, so you're not that... Even if you're big enough, you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna go see it the first day. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm a first day go see it. You know me. I'll stand in line for some stuff. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I mean, if the opportunity arises that it's not gonna cost me like any, you know, time spent waiting in line for hours and and having to deal with rude people and all of that, then that's fine. But if it's gonna be an issue to be online with other people, and that the, I, I'd just rather wait. No, I get you. I get you. And, I mean, less hassle. Um, I, I do like seeing the movie first day, first or second day, just because the crowds are really... It's really good to see a movie in a crowd. You know what I mean? That's kind yeah. of why you... It's kind of part of the appeal to go into a theater to see the movie in a crowd. Um, it adds something to the movie. Or, in the case of what we just saw, it may take something away. Yes, oh my gosh. Uh, so, I mean... So I do do like seeing a movie in a in a crowded theater. Um, the cheers, the applause, the emotions—you get that range, um, you know, in a movie theater with, with a whole bunch of people because you don't know how they're going to react, and everyone's not going to react the way you react. So, um, so I do like I do like that aspect of it. But um, so not there for the first one on the first day. I may have seen it in the first week. I'm not sure. Um, but this one, I think it came out Friday, and today's Sunday. Yeah, it was on Friday. So you know we. We're catching it a few days. Uh, yeah, couple later, days a couple of days later. Which is good. You mm-hmm. know, we, we're no slouches. <laughs> we're, we're there with everyone's trying to catch it out first week, first weekend. We're going to be counted in the in the weekend box office numbers. You know what I'm saying? That's the That's big right. thing. <laughs> That's the big thing. So, um, so anyway, um, I love the first movie. And uh, I love the first movie just because it, it really, it kind of, it, it was a Marvel movie to where it was about superheroes, right? Um, but it was about a whole bunch of other stuff too. You know what I mean? It wasn't just about that. It was about bringing technology into the fold. It was like a people, you know, a lot of nerdy talk in the movie. And and there was a lot of nerdy talk in this one too, but just a lot of nerdy talk. And like, you didn't expect that from, um, I didn't expect it from a Marvel movie, um, to, ch- to kind of dive in and try to t- tackle topics mm-hmm. of, you know, scientific, you know, caliber. So it, it just, it just, it amazed me. So I was like really taken aback by it and, and really drawn in by it because it was just not your typical superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but if you if you go back and look at other Marvel movies, which, like I said, I'm a big Marvel fan. So I'm not saying this to put them to make them look bad in any way but black people have not been represented I would say at all (laughs) in the earlier Marvel movies Um, so when they came out with Black Panther with this like all black cast which was these marvelous actors all of them did a great job I mean Angela Bassett is my girl and when you see how she looks in this Black Panther 2 movie. Oh, she looks phenomenal. I mean, she looked good in the first one. Yes. But this second one is just a, even more of a testament to, to how awesome she is. You know what I mean? She looks phenomenal. I mean, you, you guys say, so when you see the movie, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But she definitely, 
She definitely shows that I haven't lost too much of a step. No, and she's 64 years old. Yeah, so you know, so it's like she's walking in there. Like I, I feel like even if the scene didn't call for her to command the room, as she did. She would have commanded the room walking in there looking the way she did. Yeah. I mean, you'll see what we mean, but it's just one of those things where you felt her presence. You know what I mean? It, just I above can. and beyond just her acting. It just, you, you felt her presence in the movie. So I'll give her that. Definitely. Um, but one of the things I liked about the first movie was that it, it was just, a, like I said, it was a departure from what I thought it was going to be, first of all. And mm-hmm. like you said, you know, basically an all black uh, cast um as far as the the main characters go um and that was the first for a marvel movie so i and, and i think the cast the director the writers that they all did a phenomenal job of bringing that to um fruition the whole idea behind it and which is one of the reasons i wanted to see it so bad so and and the story was very good the story was super good <laughs> like You've got like family ties mixed in. You got you know a villain. You got the hero. You got the hero dying, almost coming back, redemption, saving everybody. It it was just a really good story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is what I like about most movies. It's the story, character development. Um, one of the things you mentioned um, while we were watching the movie, you were basically saying that um, you were like. Is it is it like um, getting started slow. slow? Is it moving slow yeah, to yeah. you? Yeah. So it, it, and and I thought maybe you know, but not really. Kind of. I thought well, because I'm big for character development, and when you're trying to develop character, sometimes the story does move slow because you're trying to drive home a a an idea, or you're trying to drive home a, a feeling. Um, and you want to make sure that the people who are watching get that before you kind of move on to the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm down for all of that. I'm super down for all of that. But that's not so, exactly so the way I, that it played out. And, and, you know, Marvel is known for that. Like Marvel is known for character development. Like they will give you the origin of the character before you even watch the movie. Like if you watch any of the any of the um the Marvel movies that you watch, like if you watch, um, 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 oh my gosh, what is that one called? I, if you watch Iron Man, you mm-hmm. spend, you know, you, you spend maybe like the first 45 minutes of, of the movie sort of getting to understand why Tony Starks was was forced to become Iron Man. Right, right. You have to go through that yeah, progression. Yeah, so, and right? then there's... You know, the same with with Thor, the same with the the Avengers. Like, you don't really see... It's not like they come into the movie with the Avengers form. Like, you see how they form the Avengers before anything. Right. And, and I think that's what made the first one kind of good and so good. It was an origin story. And everyone loves an origin story, right? And like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's after... It's after that romance of the origin story, you get to see, you know, is this really good? What what are you going to do now? Because now you don't have that origin story to rely on. You got to come with fresh material. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and now part two 
you know, comes along and, and fresh material has to come along with it because you don't have that origin story anymore, right? What one thing that I that I I remember too about the first Black Panther was he was introduced in a Marvel movie, like that when his father was assassinated and he sort of had to like come at everybody as Black Panther, like introduce himself. He was introduced to the audience before the Black Panther movie, and. I remember thinking, like, who the heck is this dude? Like, he, Black Panther was introduced during, oh my gosh, I can't, like, I couldn't tell you. It's the, it's the, um, the, the Avengers movie. I think it might be Avengers, um, Civil War mm-hmm. that they introduced Black Panther because his father was killed during, um, during, like, a, a conference and so Black Panther, like, he was like, he had to come at everybody and introduce himself and kick some butt. But so then you got to know Black Panther a little bit during that Marvel's movie, during that, um, uh, um. Yeah, it was, it was Captain America Civil War. Oh, okay. A Captain yeah. America. There you go. So you got to, you got to know him there. I think what they should have done was probably... I mean, and they haven't really been doing too many movies, so maybe this would have been impossible. But maybe, like, introduced Suri as Black Panther during some type of some other movie so that they could have, because, like... All right, well, so, let's, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but leading up to this, um, just saying, hey, there are, there are going to be challenges in the second movie, right? Mm-hmm. We knew that. Um, we also knew that they were going to have to come up with a new Black Panther. We knew that. Um, did you know who the Black Panther was going to be before you, before watching it? Yes. Okay, so you knew who that was going to be. So we knew a few things going in that the, yeah. there was going to be a new I, Black I, Panther. I don't think they've kept the. I don't think they kept it a secret that it was going to be Suri. Okay, uh, so we knew there was going to be a new Black Panther. We knew there was going to be who it was going to be. Uh, we knew it was going to have to be new stuff because. Now, what do you do um, with something so unexpected, right? Um, I'm sure the Marvel Universe didn't write <laughs> the main Black Panther dying off and his sister. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like all new material. What what do you do with that? You don't really have material to, to grasp back on onto. So introducing the second story, right? Um, I went into it expecting action, right? I went into it expecting... Um, this grand reveal of who the new Black Panther was going to be. I, I expected this grand situation that they were going to be put in. Um, and it could have gotten there. I feel like if it could have gotten to a really real place with this guy that they brought into the story. Um, but, you know, we had thoughts on... <laughs> How he felt about where it was going, and, and and so what was your take just getting started with the movie? Um, first, like thirty minutes in, like what are you thinking? Or as a matter of fact, just what do you what what did you think of the story overall? Just go there. This I think the story was it was pretty good. I mean, like there was some action filled moments in this in this movie. Okay. Um, introducing the what was. The name of those the the Talosas Talusas. Let's 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 look up that name because it's 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 one of those names that it's hard to pronounce. Um, uh, 
introducing them i think was was pretty cool it was and and i like and that's why i said it could have gone to a really real place yeah um it's the ten ten to knock nah he's a villain that was the villain <laughs> they don't really say who the people were the, 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 i mean they talk about him in the movie of course but I'm, I'm doing a quick search online it doesn't really mention the people um but anyway but, yeah. regardless wh- whatever their name is what about them um they 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 took it in a direction that was unexpected to me because these people were and where these people were talking about they they're underwater people so they came from underwater um so that's the first twist and that that was kind of cool but go ahead these are underwater yeah. people we're talking about they that's where they they originate from so the their thing was that they're trying to keep the what what is that flower called the heart-shaped flower <laughs> there's a name for it that's what they call it but um why are you trying to why are you trying to crap on my <laughs> my black panther knowledge yeah <laughs> no but then we trying the, to shit on my black panther knowledge it's called the heart-shaped flower it is but it's the, the the what gives the the them their their power like what gives them their the strength it's not the heart-shaped flower it's the name there's a name for for that particular um, flower that that gives them the strength but right. anyway so they were trying to keep that 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 item from falling into the wrong hands and the way they no, were, well they were trying to keep vibranium from falling vibranium into the wrong is hand. what i'm yeah vibranium is not the flower the flower is the heart-shaped flower that's what it's called vibranium is the material or the actual metal that they're using to build the weapons and how they power their cities and all of that okay so but the but how they get their strength and stuff that's from the heart-shaped flower okay so these guys are like they're they come off sort of i mean they come off super aggressive because of the way that they they're trying to to get this mission done but which i thought was very cool who you mean the the underwater people let's let's try to get their name because i'm tired of calling them the underwater people (laughs) um but then you know, they kind of turn the whole thing around by... Well, they, they're called Atlanteans, but let's... let's, let's they, I'll leave it. There was, there was a different name, but go ahead. <laughs> they, 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 they're, trying to, they're trying to actually do good by keeping, trying to keep the vibranium from falling into the wrong hands. Um, and, but then they, they go about it the completely wrong way. You know, threatening the Wakandians, like, hey, you know, either you help us or we kill you too. Um, and and they, they, they tried to make them seem like these aggressive fighters. But even though they had an awesome army, they, they really weren't people who were into fighting. They, they were into defending themselves and maybe they felt like they had to. But I think they, sh- they could have went a different direction with those with those people. They could have um they could have made some different decisions and and you know turned that around yeah, just to recap because you're away from the mic um you think that the people who were um defending themselves the people who live underwater 
um, the people who um, Neymar's Neymar's people who is Neymar by the way is the guy he leads this army of underwater people he's like their god essentially and he can fly he can swim really fast he can he can like um, he's really like agile um, but he has a weakness he, he can't be out of the water for too long so um, but um, and you think that his people were just defending themselves you don't think that they're super aggressive as they were coming off to be because mm-hmm. they seem super aggressive but, yeah but if you really if if you really pay attention they only became that aggressive when they realized that okay like this kid makes this machine that's actually gonna dig down and and just sniff out vibranium wherever it could find it and they happen to have like other outside of wakanda these people happen to have the only other vibranium source in creation so when they're like okay well you know what this little kid this little girl her machine is actually doing this and it took a lot for us to stop it and we couldn't stop it before it actually discovered the vibranium. Us, who, who I'm sorry, the, are you portraying the the position of someone who is in the, the underwater yeah, the, culture? Yeah, the the, right. the underwater gotcha. city people. That's the, uh, this is what I'm thinking. Like this is me kind of sort of stepping in their shoes. Like okay, we we could have tried to stop it, but this machine is so uh, so creative and and does exactly what it's supposed to. Even us trying to stop it before it discovered. Um, this source we weren't able to so now we have no choice but to stop these people and that's that's when they got like just super aggressive and just was like okay well we have to stop them by any means necessary i don't think in my take on it was a little bit different my take was that um it's not like they were thinking well hey this person this scientist they just assumed it was a scientist because they didn't know it was a fucking little girl, right, initially. They just thought, okay, someone built this machine and had to have been a scientist. This scientist built this machine. We know that it searches for vibranium because it found it. Um, we gotta get rid we gotta get rid of the scientist who built it because we don't want anyone to find the vibranium. And if we just get destroyed the machine, that doesn't matter. He's just gonna build fucking more of them and they're gonna find vibranium so it we can keep destroying the machines they make or we can destroy the motherfucker who's making the machines i think that's what their idea was let's just destroy the person who's making them that way we don't have to keep destroying these machines and we can just be done with this mm-hmm. and and send everybody back to the drawing board um they came off super aggressive though in their search for this uh science because because in the story and this is full of spoilers maybe i should put a spoiler at the beginning of this and i think i will um, so they do search for this scientist and in their search for the scientist, they thought, well, hey, we know of another civilization that has vibranium that has a vested interest in trying to keep vibranium hidden because um, they're not sharing with the world and they know the importance of not doing that. So why don't we try to reach out to them and see if they can help us? So that's what this guy does. He kind of sneaks into Wakanda and acts, acts the queen um will he will she help them get the scientist who built the machine mm-hmm. um and that's kind of where the, st- the story starts he didn't ask though like he went and threatened the queen like okay either you help us or we're coming for you too and they were the the tula tula Khan people well i don't think that's how it went i it, 
initially he asked her. She got snippy with him because he crept in, right? And so that's when he was like, well, fuck. Um, if you want to be that way, <laughs> I can come back with a whole crew if you really want. We're more warriors than you have grass. Well, he right. said the blades of grass, and blades that intimidated the shit out of me. Just I thought about it for a second <laughs> after he said, I have more warriors than you have blades of grass. I'm thinking, damn, that's a lot of grass in the savannah. And he's just like, I got more troops than that. So that's a lot of people. Yes. I thought, there's no way you can fight this guy. And he's got vibranium too. And he clearly can fly. That's, this is the, I don't, and, and my take on life is things that fly, they're dangerous. <laughs> they, and birds today were to get smart. If crows were to get together and be like, we're tired of this shit, they could end us if they really wanted to because they can fucking fly. Like, what are we going to do with that? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, um, so he can fly, which makes him better than everybody else. Um, and so he just, he can do all of these things. And then he gives her this threat because he, she basically threatens him because she, he crept onto the property, essentially. Um, but that's how it went. Like, he didn't come with the threat. He just was like, he responded in kind to her threat. Um, but I get it. I understand. I still think they're super aggressive, even though I don't feel like he initiated that whole confrontation. I still think that that he is and that the people were super aggressive and how they came off. I mean, they had sirens and everything yeah. sitting here, like whispering to the sailors and getting well, them to jump into the sea. And yeah. So that was cool. I, when I saw that, I instantly knew they were sirens. But what I didn't know is if they were people or if they were fish because they had just had their heads kind of peeking out of the water at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. I'm thinking those are definitely siren. And I just don't know if it's a bunch of dolphin doing it <laughs> or some weird alien fucking fish or if it's a person. And honestly, that's where I thought they were going with this. I thought they were like going with some type of alien people that that w- almost would have been better. The saving grace of them going with the, the story that they did, which the story that they went with is that these people ended up in the sea um, because they were trying to get away from colonization. And people were dying all over because of, a, of smallpox small and all pox. that. And, and we're talking about, you know back in in in, in, in like 1500s. uh yeah maybe it, it was colonization going on in the 1500s let's find out regardless of of the timing um they were they were being colonized 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 i'm not gonna be able to say it now just because you're ruining it you're messing it up so now like it's gonna trip my tongue up and i won't be able to say i said i'm doing all this and it's really simple it's colonized they're being colonized (laughs) jesus christ how long have i been out of school so they're being colonized and and disease are spreading so these people were kind of kind of looking for a way out and one of their shawmen had a vision of a particular plant and he went diving to look for this plant Mm -hmm. and he did find the the heart-shaped flower underwater Mm-hmm. When he when he brought the heart shaped flower back with him, the people ingested the flower. Um, they kind of ground it to a pulp, mixed it with water, or whatever, and kind of ingested the flower. Um, one of the women, one of the women was was pregnant at the time. Yeah, 
And so when she had her baby, the baby um, was mutant. Now, the flower changed those people almost instantly. Um, they instantly almost couldn't breathe air anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I, I think that's because, or at least I attribute it to the fact that the flower was found underwater, yeah, not on land. Um, so the, the flower is obviously living by extracting whatever it could from, from the water, um, which it, it gave that trait to the people who ingested it, which meant they had to live underwater. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was my reasoning for it. <laughs> um, so anyway, these people ended up having to live underwater because they couldn't breathe air anymore. Um, and, and the baby that was born um, was the first baby that was born from this uh, new culture who was living underwater and breathing underwater. Um, he also was a mutant um, in that he had wings on his feet and pointy ears. And that's like, that's like um, Greek, Greek mythology. It is. Uh, um, I think Icarus. Hercules? Hercules? No, no, Hercules does not have <laughs> uh, <laughs> wings on feet. Um, I, I do know there was a um, a Greek dude. Who was it? Historic wing represents the magical sandals worn by the Greek messenger god Hermes. Okay. Hermes. Okay. All right. There we go. Uh, often associated with running. So Hermes had wings growing out of his feet, and so did um the what was his name? Um, Norm N- Namor. Namor. That's yeah. to his enemies. Yeah. His well, people I'm his know enemy. <laughs> Your word up. So Namor uh, had those wings Kuliakon. on his feet. Kuliakon or something like that. That's what his people knew him as. Yo, you thinking of Kuliakon? And this ain't. <laughs> He wasn't Mexican, y'all. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, so anyway, the, the guy, he was born with this mutation with pointy ears and wings on his feet and the ability to breathe underwater and on land um, and, for a short and period of time. And he was also um, given the ability to age oh, yeah, much he, slower than He aged else. a lot slower. Mm-hmm. So he had been alive for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Um. So he was a god to his people for good reason, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah for sure. So, um, and he was strong, fast. So he was all of these things, right? So, yeah. Um, anyway. Until Zuri, Zuri plucked his his feet wings. He was still fast after that. Yeah. And he still swam fast. Yeah. He, yeah, no. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't stop him. But you guys so, feet wings that, <laughs> snatched off. Yeah. He didn't care about that. He was like, that means nothing. <laughs> no. Did you see the look on his face when she did it? It was hilarious. He was like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that'll do it. Get your foot wing snatched off. Those are the faces you make. <laughs> so um, so anyway, uh, so this dude, um, this is how he came about. But his his uh, his mom ended up dying and then he had to go back to the surface um, to bury it because that's what she wanted to be buried at. And when he went back, and we're talking hundreds of years later, um, um, I would imagine they aged slower. No, no, no. Only he aged slower. Nah, think about it. Think about it. Just just think about it. At the time when... Oh, you're right. You're Mm -hmm. right. Because... Years was, could have passed, and he was still like a young. You're right, boy. Yeah. When when and his mom, if if you have been looking at like him aging slower, made sense because 
from the way they showed the transformation in age from his mom. She was a young woman when she had him. And then she died an old lady. And he's still like a kid. And he was a kid when she died. Yeah. Yeah. So probably like between, you know, like we 10 won't, and 12. We won't guess. We won't guess. We'll just call <laughs> I, him a kid. I would say between 10 and 12-ish. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he definitely went back to go try to bury his mom. Years had passed. A lot of years, obviously, because mm-hmm. a lot of the people who were being colonized were now being enslaved. And he witnessed those people being enslaved and, and being treated how slaves get treated. Uh, and he kind of lost his respect for the people who lived on land because of that, because mm-hmm. his mom's people had been enslaved and being mistreated. And so he, he pretty much like killed everybody on, on the little plantation there and then, um, you know, went into hiding or <laughs> did whatever he did for the next number of years until the, the whole um, vibranium machine popped off. He but was, he him and his which like, why? Why wouldn't you guys went underground to, you know, to escape the colonizers? Why didn't you take everybody with you? Why did you only take a few people? Well, see, everybody wasn't willing to drink the tea. You got to have been willing to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> if you listen, if you wasn't willing to drink the Kool-Aid, they were like, listen, um, you can't come with us and we can't really ensure your safety here by yourself. And they were like, I don't give a shit. I'm not <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid. Y'all go ahead and drink that Kool-Aid. I like Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's good. I would have drank it. It's been good. But anyway, yeah, so those people who, they didn't drink the Kool-Aid. Just like his mom. His mom almost didn't drink it. She I held know. out for a little yeah. while. She almost didn't drink it either. She was told, though, that her son would be their king. And that he was sick and that the flower would heal him. So she was told a lot of things. She had lots of reasons to take it after she decided not to take it. So. Yeah. Um, Regardless, she drank it, and uh, that's what—that's where his fascination with, uh, not fascination, but that's where his indoctrination into like violence started. You know what I mean? When he killed yes. everybody on that plantation, um, and he kind of just f- f- felt like this is the way to go. You have a problem, we just kill everybody mm. and retreat back into the mm. sea. It was the problem that exactly uh, you can't fault him. It probably worked for hundreds of years um, until. Um, he threatened the queen of Wakanda. Then that's when that shit came to a halt. Mm-hmm. But I will say um, there was potential there for him to really go to town and not just go to town, but like make it a real story. Like he could have fucked some people up for real. He didn't really fuck nobody up. It, you can say that he killed the queen, but he did really kill her. He did kill her. Nah, I don't know if listen, he killed her. Listen, when he said when he sat there and formed those water bombs and threw them at her, he made the decision that he wanted to kill her at that point. Well, did he want to put her or in some peril? He wanted, or he made. wanted to kill the, the, the young scientist and did not care that the queen was going to get caught in a crossfire. That's the key. I don't think he give a fuck about the queen. No, I don't, I don't he even didn't. think he cared if she died or lived. It wasn't None that wasn't them. even he his thing. Wanted, he wanted the scientist dead. He just wanted that girl. Then she wasn't. I mean, I guess because of the, and the, she was being used. Let's put that out there too. It's not like she was like, oh yeah, we got to find if I bring him and make. No, she. It was a project for her that she took to one of her professors. A professor is the one who used the machine for the government yeah. so and she was just like oh i built this shit 
damn, I, I told you I could do it. And he's like, oh, yeah, we about to, I'm about to make millions <laughs> off of this damn machine. Well, you, you continue to pay the school, you know, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that it's going to take for you to get your degree. And, Word. and yeah. maybe maybe you'll get that 20 grand when you get out. I'm going to give you another assignment, though. Like before you graduate, I'm going to give you another assignment so you could give me some more cash. So. Yeah, he's definitely about to hit it for another one because they was going to have to build another one after the first one was destroyed mm-hmm. before... Kuya Khan decided that, hey, we're just going to kill her or him or whoever it is. We ain't going to destroy no more machines. We're just going to go to the source. You know, his name is definitely then not Kuya Khan because I'm thinking of something completely different. I know, but we'll go with Kuya Khan for now. Um, so um, that's what the story gets good at, right? It really piqued my interest when he ran up on the queen in Wakanda when he snuck um, in underwater and like brought the proposition to them to help him find a scientist so he can kill him. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought that was excellent. Up until that point, like, I was kind of bored. That happened. I'm like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Like, this could be devastating for everybody, right? Like, yeah. he could have caused so much havoc, so much havoc, and didn't. Yeah. I was like, this is a missed opportunity. He could have tore down cities, countries. <laughs> the fact that when you think about how Marvel is really into that background and, you know, origin story, I guess maybe the fact that this was almost a three-hour movie and that's called Black Panther, the Black Panther actually only being in the movie for about half an hour of that time, I, I don't know. It, I, I still kind of like feel like, mm. I, okay. I think like she should have come in at least, at least an hour into the movie as the Black Panther. But all right, we'll 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 get to that part too because that kind of got me going as well. Um, <clears throat> but the guy introducing himself in the in the movie, him coming in the way that he came in with some authority, like he was gonna really fuck some shit up. Um. And then we get going, like you said, on the Black Panther. That's just, there was nothing in the way of anybody. Now, uh, now this is where uh, Angela Bassett's role comes in. Like when she demanded a little bit of authority in the movie, not a little bit, but a lot, um, just presence wise and story wise. Um, she staffed off attempts at the 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 nation of Wakanda from a, a whole bunch of like invasions, right? So she's like defending Wakanda even though there is no Black Panther right now, right? Um, so she's doing her best, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool. They're they're holding up without Black Panther because they got a lot of like warriors, right? So mm-hmm. they can they can fend off attacks. Um, I didn't even think about the lack of Black Panther until like you kind of like. Men- not mention it, but kind of like brought it up a little bit. Okay, this is moving really slow. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't even notice that there was no Black Panther in the movie until that point. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, right, there hasn't been a Black Panther. You don't know who the Black Panther's going to be. And, but that kind of made it cool for me because I was like, all right, it's building up towards this this huge Black Panther fight that never really happened. And I don't, I don't think it ever really happened. Like, the, yeah, the Black Panther was in there. Yeah, the Black Panther had a fight, but it wasn't like, 
it was never like in jeopardy. Nothing was ever in jeopardy. You know what I mean? Like no one was ever in any real peril. And that that was my that's my problem with the new House of Dragons. We'll get on that too. <laughs> but no one was ever in any real peril. And that's just like how can that be? You have this super dangerous set of people. No one's in danger right now. Like in this movie, yeah, yeah, the, it, everybody was always in danger. I don't the know. Queen, the queen was in danger, obviously. And you know what happened to her happened. The little girl Wait, was the in queen, danger. The, I, I don't know who who was the queen in danger from. From the the blue people, when no, when they came on the, the queen, scene, the queen wasn't in danger. Not. Not, the the he, queen was never in danger. Listen, listen. Not from the blue people, because the only person that I recall being in danger from the blue people were the queen's daughter. Mm, well, she was, it, it didn't start getting real and nobody's life was really being threatened per se. Because Suri had it sort of under control when she met with the the, the, the king of the um, um, Tulacan, Tulacan people. Mm-hmm. And they had a discussion and, you know, like it, it seemed like he was he was listening a little bit. But well, then when they got rescued and the the young lady got killed, he was like, oh, now all bets off. And at that point, like he was he was down to kill them all. Like he wanted to, to put a hurting on everybody. No, I agree with that. I'm just saying, I don't think any one person was in any real danger. It's one thing for you to have a real, a big battle, right? It, you know what I mean? Like, there could be a big fight. No one walks away from it dead, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying no one walked away from this big fight dead. There are people who walked away from it that got killed. But that wasn't the point. You see what I'm saying? It just, it just didn't seem like, okay, like, for example, um... If, um, what's his name? Uh, if Namor wanted to kill the queen, it was like, listen, all right, the queen's got to die because of this betrayal, right? He didn't say that. He, he he didn't even say who he wanted to kill. He just was like, okay, I've been naive essentially, and now we gotta bring the raft down on him. Mm-hmm. Now he didn't mention the queen specifically. Or the queen's daughter specifically, um, he just mentioned the fact that he was going to take some exact some revenge, right? I don't think that's putting any one person in danger. And like I said, the queen died, but that was a side consequence of him trying to get the scientists. It wasn't even like he cared about even killing the queen. <laughs> he just wanted the scientists, in my in my opinion. He could have did a lot more. And 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 to me. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't to me feel like anyone got attacked, personally. Like the only person that got attacked and was any real danger to me was the queen's daughter when she and even she put herself in that position because she asked to go. I thought it was a dumb thing to do, but she asked to go. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, now she's in danger. But just from her own decision, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But that's an interesting take, though. I mean, I, I definitely did not get that vibe. Um, that people were in danger, but you felt like they were all constantly yeah, in danger. Okay, yeah, like once, especially once, you know, Suri and and the young lady were rescued, and one of his people got killed. I knew it was done. I knew that he was gonna go after them all. He was gonna go about crazy, and he started to like second guess himself. He was like, 
they did this while I was talking peace to their to to, mm-hmm. to their people. Right. Um. Th- another thing that sort of like disappointed me a little bit with this movie was I, I was expecting that there was going to be a bit more of a tribute to um Chadwick. Really? In the show, in the movie. You, I, you know what? I, I'm going to say this. Maybe. But the tribute that they did do, they did too, in my opinion. They they did, yeah. But I, they were kind of dry. This, this, they were yeah, dry. But not only were they dry, they were awkward. Mm-hmm. Like the silence in the beginning of the movie with his pictures going across the lettering, though it was cool, it was just silent. Like they wanted, like they wanted a moment of silence in the theater. And, but that actually, was weird. Actually, though, that one I appreciated more than ah, the first one because that just made me feel weird. Because usually the Marvel movies all kind of start like that, with the words flying and the yeah, pictures. but there's usually music behind it. I don't even know. Yeah, well, um, but well, I'm letting you know. There's usually they, music behind it. And this one, there was nothing. Like, they wanted a moment of silence while that was playing. I, I mean, get, the whole entire theater was completely quiet. When, I, I, that's why I said it. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that was their intent. But yeah. my point was, that's a bad start to a movie. I think you do that at the end, right? You don't, I don't think you start your movie off on a somber note where you like, everyone should be quiet because... Think about it. Think about what happens on a normal Marvel movie, right? When a normal Marvel movie starts, people are fucking clapping. Mm-hmm. They're happy it's starting because they've been waiting for the shit, right? Yeah. You don't give people the opportunity to be happy about the movie when you start off with a silent tribute. Like, essentially expecting everyone to be quiet like everyone was in the theater, right? They expected that, right? But why would you expect that at the beginning of a movie that people have been wanting to see? A, you've been pushing. B, and it's just, it just. Why would you want people to go into it with with a somber feeling first, right? Do your tribute. I agree with the way they did it. I just think they should have had some music still playing behind it, so it wasn't expected to be a silent tribute. Maybe at the end, do something. Maybe even throw his picture up on the thing. With a few words or whatever, you know what I mean? Before you play the the trailer mm-hmm. or before you play your, you know, everyone knows what's coming at the end, right? I think they should have done it at that point because at that point, then, yeah, okay, you can expect everyone to be still be sitting there and being quiet because what was everyone doing when we were leaving? Sitting there, Everybody being quiet. There. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They would have gotten the same effect if they had just done it at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, rather dang, than like, the I, beginning. I guess maybe we're the, we were the only ones that was unimpressed with the movie because everybody sure as hell was sitting there behind well, them. No, and, like, that's just Marvel like, stuff. They wanted to see what the what the new um, tidbit was, the new teaser yeah. was going to be. You know what I mean? So I, I get why everyone was staying. I just was like, I'm trying to beat the fucking rush. I don't really feel like standing here trying to get out while these people are trying to get out too, especially for a movie that I wouldn't really that big on. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was gonna go and see it and support it regardless of anything, but I, I, it just it never rose to the level of Black Panther to me. The fights weren't Black Panther enough. Although I will say the beginning fight scene was pretty awesome. 
like when when the um seals thought they were going to invade on on like something that uh, one of what kind of outposts mm-hmm. and they had the the home team there waiting for them you know what i'm saying yeah that was cool that was the best fighting scene in the movie and that was at the very beginning yeah and they had quite a few even though like the movie because most of the time like i think when you when you watch a movie land like, and talking about you personally i've noticed that if you watch a movie and there isn't enough like scenes that capture your attention and hold it, then it gets, you know, we start to like, no, oh, this is just not my type of movie. But this actually did have scenes that should have held your attention that just couldn't. It was it, it was funny because the 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 action scenes were really good. Like the fight scenes, the um, the scene where like they were on the 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 ships, um, the scene where they were fighting, like you said, when um, the the you know the the French army sent their people or the French country sent their people, and the scene where Suri and um the general and the 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 young girl were being chased down the highway that was that was like action-packed like there was a lot of action-packed moments but it's still this movie still kind of fell short a little bit to me even and i think it was because even though they had those kind of like moments right you had those moments but what you didn't have was uh uh you didn't have like any peril and that was and, and, and like i said i mean it, it goes back to what i said about um, no one ever felt like they were in any real danger. Like, and you were like, oh, they were, you felt like they were in constant danger. I just felt like there was, wasn't enough peril. Like even to me, even dangerous situations, like when you're doing, when they're doing their car chases and, and they're doing, um, a lot of their, um, a lot of their like cinematography, you know what I'm saying? Like with, with the fighting and all of that, someone has to be in some kind of peril, it, you know, it has to feel real to me in order for me to care. Like if we're just going through the motions for you to show off that you you know you have a movie budget, oh, fine. But if is there a reason for this? And that that's what it was missing. It was missing a reason. And 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 I think the Black Panther brought reason to a lot of these situations that they found themselves into and were fighting over. The Black Panther brought reason to that because he was there, and that meant other things were there as well. Um. Without that, it was just like there's just some people being chased. You know what I'm saying? And you never feel like it's dangerous. Um, you never feel like there's anything being risked. No, there's nothing on the line right now. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was just, it's risk and reward to me. Mm-hmm. Are there things on the line while you're doing what you're doing? Is there a purpose for it? And I think that's what um, was missing from those those scenes, yeah. in my opinion. Um which brings us to the ending. So, up until that point, I wasn't really enjoying the movie, um, and so you you kind of have to finish strong, right? With a Marvel movie, like something big has got to happen at the end, like some 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 revelation or some redemption. None of that, right? I mean, mm, what do I you think? Know. I think, like I said. The fact that the Black Panther was only brought on the scene for the last 30 minutes of the movie, of this almost three-hour-long movie, was disappointing. Mm-hmm. But 
once she was there, like her presence was 100% felt. And the, 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 the scenes were, were awesome in that, um, you know, like her whole team had her back. They, they kept, they kept, the rest of the civilians out of danger. They took the, the their battle to the sea and everybody get involved. And Suri had her moment with the the you know the the king of of um Tulakan people and and she had a moment where she could have destroyed him. She mm-hmm. could have killed him. Which maybe that would have, you know, ended the battle with the with those people, but maybe not. Um, but she chose she chose to show him mercy. And 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 I I feel like the, all of that, like, cause the the entire movie, she was so angry. She was so angry mm-hmm. all the time. Well, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because of losing her brother, then losing her mother, then her, her you know, beloved I don't, place was being attacked. I don't think that they did a good job of, and, and that's, even though all of those things are true, I still never felt like it was true. I don't know about you, but I never felt that way, like... Case in point, dude from the first Black Panther, who she sees when she drinks the when she drinks the heart shaped flower for the first Michael time. Michael B. Jordan. Huh? What was this character's name? I forgot his name. Um, um, I'm gonna find out right now. But the point is, um, when he was in the first movie, and his pops died, he didn't have a mom. He didn't have anybody. Even though we wasn't even there for that, right? I still felt it. Mm-hmm. You felt his loneliness. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't feel Is that for her. Eric Eric Kelman. Eric Kelman. Okay. Was his was the character. character? Well, I felt his character in the first movie, mm-hmm. like when he lost his people. With her, you don't. Even though, yes, she lost her mom, her dad was gone, and her brother's dead. You never feel like she lost anything, right? And there are movies that do a really good job of of having characters who have lost everything, and, and they you feel like they've lost everything, right? Like, I can't think of any one particular movie right now. I feel it, though. Um, maybe I'll think of it in the conversation, but the, the point here is that there are movies that do a good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. This one did not do a good job of conveying that loss, that that sense of loss, that sense of loneliness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think usually because when, when characters go through that kind of thing, there's usually a time of reclusion, right? They go into they go into hiding and they go into themselves and they don't want to be around people and it's just them for a while hanging out in the fucking Himalayas growing a long ass beard. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, usually yeah. <laughs> usually it's it's something like that that these characters are doing 
when these life changing events are happening and, mm-hmm. and, and, and when they take themselves out of that, that's when you feel that, I think, you know, yeah. that's when you feel it. And that's when you, you know, and, and, and you can kind of relate to that. And, but her not having gone through, she goes through all of that. And, and then what? Right. She's the next day she's in, in the fucking lab making plans and outfits to go out and fight in and never taking time to like be hurt by it you know what i mean but i think i think though that was part of of her story it was she was being asked like her mom was asking her you know after her mom died um what's his name came and asked her hey like you need to take some time to mourn your mom and think about like what would she want you to do she she threw herself he even said it he was like i need i want you to come with me and do this ritual um this uh uh, uh you know like morning ritual mm-hmm. and not go straight into your lab and start working and she was like no right. that's not what i'm gonna do no i get that but but even in that um maybe it's because of that it just never struck a chord with me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You, you, all of those things happen and, and there's never any time of pain or hurt that comes from it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think like they they wanted her to have her moment at the end. And that, what, her burning her mom's thing, that was the, <laughs> the, the whole her thing. Burning her Is that what her, clothes? right. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. That, they got to do better than that. <laughs> like they should have done better that's than that. That's what her mom told her she should do. Like that's what that when they were confronted by that the um you know the underwater city king mm-hmm. um that's what her mom had brought her to the bush to do which is to to come and like and and you know why because the mom did say she did exactly what you said like she took some time by herself and went into the African bush and she was just hanging out with her and for the, the whole forty five seconds at the end of the damn movie you're right. That no, was, no, no. But I'm talking about like when her mom was telling her, this is what I, this is my ritual. This is what I do. I get it. And she did and then, do yeah, it at the end did, for like 45 the, seconds. She at the did end it of the, at the very end. Right. So my, but, it would have meant more happening somewhere before all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And even if it was for the 45 seconds that they spent on it. Yeah. They, they could have took that 45 Throw seconds. And, a quick montage. Right. Of her morning. Exactly. And then get back to business. But show us something like <laughs> she, you know, like they had to have got a shot with her in the mountains somewhere. Just chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like reflecting. But now instead she went to Haiti to hang out with her girl. Are there mountains in Haiti? I don't know. I've never been to Haiti. I would assume there are. Yes. There are no mountains in Haiti. There definitely are mountains oh in God. Haiti. Dude, let's go check and, it out. What and, does Google and say? And like, I know I told you this and I know you missed it, but they were definitely also in Cape Verde. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Which there is, are five mountain ranges that dominate Haiti's landscape. So yeah, Hades has mountains. So yeah, um, she could have yeah. So she could have gone into the mountains and, <laughs> and you know, not shaved her hair, her armpits for a couple in weeks. Her yeah. self pity for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And she could have done that. And you know what? If I had had the opportunity to see a snapshot or a glimpse into that process, I would have been a lot happier, <laughs> a lot happier. Mm. But anyway, um, so. I don't know. I I didn't like that there was no risk involved in the movie. I never felt like anyone was in any real danger. There was no real 
nothing that kept me on the edge of my seat, you know, kind of in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for the whole entire country of Wakanda being destroyed by. Even that. I wanted to see a whole. Listen, I you level that bitch, man. Come on, like they I want to see everything. Did. They practically did, like not know. leveled it, but they almost drowned it. It's not the same. It's not the same. I want to see a total level. And you know what? What I found funny was when I wanted to look like Rome. Okay, <laughs> well, if it's all said and done. Um, what I found funny was when. The when the Wakandan people were kind of like you know going into the with the mountain people with I forget what they're called to with the big bulky guy, mm-hmm. um, they basically brought. <laughs> did you notice that that they they were kind of like bringing in their whole entire like apartment buildings? <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that. They were bringing in their like their whole entire apartment buildings and plopping the whole building down. <laughs> Like, that's serious like, okay, business. Cool. Listen, when you like, we we not gonna be sleeping in tents. We want be our comfortable home, so we bring in them with us. You gotta be mobile. Listen, you never know how it's gonna go down, even uh-huh. in Wakanda. Um, there was a couple. I, I I can't even remember if there was any funny parts in the movie. Like there were some really funny parts in the first one. The second one, there was not really any funny parts. It was really all meat and potatoes. But, they could have did so much with that dude, man. I was, he, I was fascinated by the villain. I'm not gonna lie. I was fascinated because I like the Mayans, and mm-hmm. it they and it almost made it seem like the Mayans didn't disappear. They just went under fucking water. That they did say that. <laughs> like, oh, they did. Well, <laughs> they said it not directly like that, but they said that um, when um, when they were listening for the dialect of what what the people the language that the people were speaking mm-hmm. they did mention that they um they did mention like the mayans and and those those types of people okay that's how um that's how uh nakia found them because she then she went to to the to that area okay well yeah. i'm with that i can dig that <laughs> i can dig that a lot as long as as long as i know what's going on i'm with that yeah all right well, um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm mixed about the movie. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like the movie, but I'm mixed about whether it was entertaining or not. It could have been entertaining. It could have been. W- maybe, what do you think? Maybe we need to watch it again. Why, why would you say that? Just to, since we have a better understanding, sometimes when you watch it a second time, but like I said, you know what? I will watch the Black Panther a few more times. Really? But I don't know about that. I mean, when I it comes out like on TV, me. I might watch it. Yeah, this what that. Well, when we got home, you know, Trinity was like, "Oh, what did you guys go see?" And I told her, um, you know, I told her Black Panther. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I want to see it too," and I'm like, mm, "Wait until it comes on Disney yeah, Plus." Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not one of those things. Well, I. I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings. Like I said, I didn't really like the movie as much as I thought I would. Um, it, it it was borderline entertaining, I guess. I didn't either. And that was very disappointing to yeah, me. Yeah, it because was. Because I, I thought they were, I thought it was going to be something that was going to be honoring him in a way. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it wasn't. I mean, they only 
the only thing that they did was they kind of like spoke to, to his death and they, they didn't really say what it was they said his illness yeah, he yeah. had an illness which I, I think was mm-hmm. respectful mm-hmm. yeah um but and then they made they made him live in Surrey because she did mourn him even more than she mourned her mom she she felt his death more than she felt her mom's death mm-hmm. Which this whole her whole reaction to death and loss was just weird to me. But um, like I said, I I think the movie needed more consequence, more risk, and I think it needed a character with a little more depth. If it, it to play the main, I think she mm-hmm. did a very good role, played a very good part in, as a supporting role. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's up to carrying the torch, though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not gonna lie, I don't think she's up to carrying the torch, but um. I do hope they come back stronger than this because I think they can do better. They, like I said, the, the writers showed really good potential with bringing these characters on that they brought in in the way they brought them in. It was really good. I just wish they would have done more with it. I, did, I mm-hmm. wish they would have caused more havoc. It made it more dangerous, more risky. Um. Oh, and one more thing that I want to mention. Um, they took all the risk out of the movie. This last thing, um, I, I just kind of researched, but because I was pissed off, I had read in a magazine that uh, while I was in line, um, one of my favorite black actresses, I don't know her name, and for me to be calling her one of my favorites sounds really crazy, but um, uh, I think it's Joanna Robinson. Is it Joanna Robinson? What is she? What is um, she was one of the Black Panthers, one of the warriors in the movie. Um, oh. but I had read that there was going to be, well, she's one of my favorite black actresses, but she was going to be, she had landed a role in the new Black Panther movie, which was big for her because she had never been in a, in a movie of that magnitude before. And so she was speaking on her role as a, as a, as a gay, uh, warrior. I thought, oh, that's interesting how they're going to have a gay warrior in the movie, you know? And so I was kind of looking for that throughout the movie. And then I saw it at the end, right? When they was walking past each other and she was like, oh, my love. And it was two chicks, you know what I'm saying? And Uh I thought, oh, that's the gay part they were talking about. And I'm like, (laughs) that's nothing. So, but then when I went to go look up her name, I found the story that uh, talks about how um, gay romance was cut from the final version of Black Panther. So there was more romance in the movie, but they didn't want to they didn't want to ruffle any feathers, so they kind of took it out. Which I think that might be the story of the whole movie. Like if you think about it, like they took out all the risky stuff out of the movie and made something so safe it was boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just ah, it just I don't know. It was almost too safe for me. It was too safe in the risk reward. It was too safe in the way uh, that they played the the um, the uh, the homosexual angle. It just they didn't do a good job with that at all. They didn't do a good job of it at all. I, I think they could have handled that way better. If you if you're gonna have a, a gay scene in, then. <laughs> yeah, the one. I mean, and the girl and basically pe- walked up, gave her a kiss on the head, and 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 walked off, you know, and get called my love. Like if that's that, I don't know, man. If they could have kept that out of the movie, if that's all they were gonna do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, 
they, that was just like a slap in the face. But I did want to bring that up because that was a, a big part of what could have made that movie have a little more dimension than what it did. It was just too cookie cutter. I don't know. But anyway, um, that was my take on it. Um, and you've heard your take on it. So I guess that's our take. And uh, <laughs> That's our take. And uh, for that much... Uh. We, I would say like, I would say this one last thing. You know what? Everybody's different. Like I said, we were walking out of the theater and there were so many people sitting there just kind of like, you know, still engrossed in what was happening on the scene and they were just rolling credits. And I know they I'm were usually, just waiting for the. They I'm usually for yeah. The I'm usually one the, one of those people too who will sit there. I don't think they the were there because the movie moment. was so good. They was like, oh no, the snippet is worth waiting for. <laughs> but I, I so you know what like everybody is is it has different tastes. So who knows? Maybe this. Yeah, but we just talking be... about ours, and <laughs> ours was it wasn't very good. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, and and for, uh, for usually. It's funny because usually when we watch stuff together, there's been a lot of times where we'll have like different opinions about, but we were sort of like on the same page with this one. So I don't know. I won't. I don't know if I would rush to watch it again. I'm glad I went just because if I hadn't gone, probably would have always wondered, but um, I don't know. All right, so safe to say you did or did not like it. I I didn't enjoy it. Okay, I didn't like it either. I, I mean, it, like I said, they could do better, and I hope they do do better on the next one. But uh, this one just definitely not it for me. All right, and that is the take. And after an hour and nine minutes in, Ooh, that is it. Yeah. All right, you guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, go see it if you get a chance, and uh, let me know what you think if you get a chance in the comments. Um, let me know what you thought about our opinions um, because I know that somebody might <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you guys next time alright peace <laughs>